As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Be Uncommon. A space for you to step boldly into everything that you're meant to be. A space for you to forget the norms and remember who the hell you are. I'm your host, Aspen King. Let me show you what it means to be uncommon. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Be Uncommon. Happy freaking New Year, everybody. I hope you guys had the best holiday season. I clearly took a little time off to just really be present. Last season, um, I think in my one of my episodes leading into the holiday season, I talked about how that was one of my goals this year was to uh, be a little bit more present in the holiday season. And I was able to do that, thankfully, um, really set myself up for success at the end of last year, which felt really good. And I hope you guys did too. I hope you had an incredible time with your loved ones and you dominated the final few months of the year and closed out 2022 on fire, achieving all of your goals and everything you set out to do. But here we are in 2023. Happy New Year. Welcome back. I want to talk a little bit about my vision for Be Uncommon this year before we dive into today's episode because we're going to not make shifts but continue on the path that we have been on this year, um, I guess last year, because I want to focus more on the content that I really want to create, which is, you know, talking about the ups and downs of business and business ownership this year. And 
I'm going to have some incredible interviews with other female business owners that are just going through life, you know? And and I really want to talk about the life side of business ownership. And I really want to talk about, you know, what goes into it outside of the actual nitty-gritty of the business ownership because I think that that transparency is so vital to continue essentially. Um, I've been, you know, through a lot (laughs) as a business owner, through a lot. And if you've been listening to this show, you've probably witnessed such a transformation in myself. Um, And I think that's what's so cool about having a podcast is it really is just kind of me laying myself on the line. And I hope that it's okay how transparent that I am because I've changed a lot and it's cool to look back at my first few episodes and see how I've changed as a business owner, as a woman, as an adult, as a wife. Like, it's actually nuts. It's kind of like a YouTube channel. You just can't see me, which if you saw me right now, uh, you know, things might get a little interesting. But my goal this year is to really just normalize living while still building your empire. And I think it's really cool that we have that choice. I was talking on my TikTok the other day. I feel like I'm in my soft girl era. I feel like I'm in my feminine era. I had years of that masculine energy, um, that kind of hustle energy where nothing was going to get in my way. I wasn't going to take breaks for anyone. I wasn't going to rest. I wasn't eating, sleeping. Like I was hustling, working. And, you know, I'm obviously not in that era anymore. I have no desire to be in that era. However, I do have massive desire to succeed more than I ever have. And it's a very interesting balance or a very interesting dynamic, I guess would be a better word, that I I want to work less when it comes to hours and focus. And I want to create more and make more. And it's totally possible. And I think that's the coolest thing ever is that you can be in that masculine hustle, you know, grind mentality and be super successful, but you can also be in that soft girl feminine energy and be just as successful, if not more. So I can't wait to document that this year because I'm so curious to see where we end up at the end of 2023 and it's going to be a ride and you guys are going to be along for every step of it. But I'm going to be giving you tools to do this. I'm going to be giving you tools to be able to build a business that performs and a business that succeeds at massive levels while still prioritizing living and prioritizing your life and creating a lifestyle that you feel really, really good about. Um, But I'm, yeah, I'm going to be really transparent along the way. I'm excited for these interviews. I'm excited for you guys to hear from people. I'm excited to give you these tools. And honestly, I'm just excited to be really real and transparent this year. So I hope that's okay. But kind of going into that, one thing that I'm doing this year is hiring out. I have learned that I can't do it all. And I'm actually hiring a virtual assistant. So I wanted to throw that out there on this podcast to see if anyone is listening that's a virtual assistant or maybe you have one that's just a badass and is open to taking on new clients. If that is you, please send me an email at aspenkingpr at gmail.com. Aspenkingpr 
at gmail.com. And I'm so excited to meet so many of you. I've already met so many people through Instagram and TikTok. I put out some videos and yeah, I'm just looking for that perfect partnership to work together this year and obviously beyond and grow together and scale together. But yeah, if that's you, I can't wait to be in touch. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Uh, (laughs) We're going to talk about um, identity today. We're going to talk about losing your identity. We're going to talk about finding your identity. And we're just going to dive right into it. So in the first half of 2022, last year, I started feeling very not myself. And you guys know my journey of complete and utter burnout in 2021 and how that led to massive shifts in my business and how I showed up to my business and everything. And if you haven't listened to these episodes, just go back a little bit and uh, you'll, um, you'll hear my heart on how you can burn out from something you're so passionate about because you're so, I guess, addicted to bettering yourself in that space, which again goes back to kind of that masculine hustle energy and how I shifted into this more um, sustainable approach that I also think has led me to this kind of soft girl feminine era. But here's why I lost myself. And I think this is going to be so relatable to so many of you. I was overly identifying with someone else's brand and what I was doing versus who I was. Let's just like unpack that. I identified so heavily with what I was doing, my work, my day-to-day, what I was selling, that I lost identifying as Aspen King, okay? So if you're feeling stuck on socials or just showing up to life in general, I want you to consider this. Ask yourself, am I overly identifying with what I'm doing versus who I am? And looking back, I've always been this way. It's been really interesting as I've opened my eyes to this concept to look back at kind of all of my jobs and my journey along life and how fixated I get on what I'm doing. I'm a fixator. I fixate on things all the time. But nearly every team I've been a part of, you know, I grew up in all-star cheerleading. Every every gym I was a part of, into every brand that I've worked for, every company that I've worked for, every position that I've had, I have been their biggest fan. I have had merch from every company I've worked for, from every team I've ever been on. And that's a good thing, right? Like, you should be so proud of what you're doing and who you're working with and who you're working for and what you're a part of that you want to scream it from the rooftops. Like, that is incredible. But when it came to social media and when it came to me building my life on social media, building my livelihood on social media... I was branding myself and overly identifying myself with, again, what I was doing rather than who I am. And that led to me really kind of resenting social media because I wasn't showing up on social media in a way that I actually felt I was bringing value to people. I showed up in a way on social media to help people 
achieve certain things, which obviously in turn grew my income, which is great, but I wasn't showing up for me anymore at all. And I think that there's a balance we need to find that obviously we're serving our customer base, we're providing value to our followers, but if you're not also enjoying the process or feeling like yourself along the way, that's not sustainable, right? You could be making all the money in the world and I think you still won't be excited to show up on socials. And I think this goes back to even my corporate career is like, I was making great money, but I didn't feel aligned and myself in the process. Therefore, I wasn't excited to show up. And the same thing started to happen on social media in a very different way. I was making great money, like I do very well for myself, but I wasn't feeling excited and passionate about creating. And I'm a very, very creative person. Um, Creating is something that I thoroughly enjoy. My creative outlet had been essentially depleted. And that was frustrating. Creativity was essentially nil, you know? I was showing up to make money and I was showing up to be a business owner and I wasn't showing up as a creator anymore. And I think deep down, I'm a creator and that part of me was lost. So I started to figure out, okay, how can I find my identity again and how can I get my creative outlet and my creative juices flowing again? Because I just didn't have that inspiration to create anymore. I felt very boxed in. I think that's the best way to explain it. I had put myself in a box that didn't serve me. It served a lot of other people, which is always my goal is to serve you guys and provide value to you guys. But if it's not also serving me, you know, I can't live my life like that. Nobody can sustain something that's not serving them. So I decided to break out of that box and I had to get really intentional to figure out how to do that. But I was able to kind of find my identity again and find myself again on socials. So in July of 2022, I sat down and I just asked myself what I enjoyed in life. And at the time, I was in a physical place that really inspires me, that feels like a very, I'm a very, like a person that's very driven by her environment. And I was in an environment that I love. And it is like my happy place and my safe space. And it's so funny because when I went in 2021 to go like figure out how to sustainably adjust the way I'm working my business, I went to a place that makes me feel so alive and comfortable. And this is also what happened in July as I was in this space and I was like, all right, how can I start showing up in a way that feels like me? And how can I find my identity again? And how can I provide value to others while also fulfilling myself? And so again, I sat down and I just asked what I enjoyed in life. I asked myself what I enjoyed sharing with people in real life. Like if I'm gonna sit down with my friends and have some drinks at happy hour, what am I talking about? What, I I feel like everybody has this where, you talk about certain things and it just lights you up. You're like, I could talk about this for hours. You know, I could I could share about this and provide value around this for so long and it makes me so happy and excited. 
figure out what those things are. And so I started to ask myself these things and I also wanted to figure out, like I said, what I love talking about but also brings value to people. And so I figured out about five, I guess like four or five things. For me, I love fashion. I'm not like high fashion, obviously. I sit around in sweatpants all day. But I love, I think I love branding myself via what I'm wearing. I've never been someone that wants to like go go wear what everybody else is wearing and I hate boring outfits and some people might look at my fashion and be like that's so boring but for me I like pieces that start a conversation. I like pieces that are like wait I love that you know like where is it from um what brand is it all of those things and I like to wear things that a lot of people wouldn't because I think again it just kind of starts that conversation and it makes me feel individual and unique. So finding those pieces and wearing those things and putting together outfits that maybe some people might vibe with and some people might not, that's like, I love doing that. And I love sharing the brands that I'm wearing and lifting them up too. So I knew that that was something I wanted to share more of because day to day, I just love putting outfits together and and showing off kind of my individuality with fashion. And I knew that other people wanted to know where I was buying clothes and all of that too. So that was a pretty simple bucket. So I started there. And then I also realized that I love sharing my life. Like I love sharing lifestyle content in a way that is fun for me to create. It gave me that creative outlet. I think my lifestyle content was a way that I could really tap into my creative juices. And you guys, I've made like YouTube videos since I was... 10 years old. I don't think you can find any of them anymore, but I used to put together vlogs for every cheer competition and I've been using iMovie since I think I could like walk, not really, but I got my first laptop freshman year of high school and I lived on iMovie because we didn't really have social media back then. So I just made videos. I made funny videos. I made vlog videos. Like, I loved it. And I figured I could kind of create that again through my lifestyle content, doing mini vlogs, day-to-days, day in my life, and really show people what my lifestyle looks like as a business owner, what my lifestyle looks like as a full-time CEO, essentially. Um, So, I knew I wanted to share that. And then, Obviously, I've been sharing business and mentorship and mindset for so long and it is a real passion of mine to help other people succeed and really just, I'm just so dedicated to helping women take control of their lives and find that confidence and really just step into their purpose and guide you guys by leading by example. And so I knew I wanted to obviously continue to share that content and as much value as I could around that. And then I love a good beauty product. I'm I'm big into hair care. I'm big into skincare. I love makeup, even though I wear it about once a month. Um, I love so many aspects of the beauty routine. I love all of that. Like I could buy millions of dollars worth of skincare and never get bored. I'm not going to do that, but I could, you know, I totally could. So I knew kind of my, 
buckets that I wanted to share on because these are the things that I love talking about. They're the things that I love providing value on. And so I started there. So my tip to you is find your things, right? Figure out what you would talk to your friends about if you were sitting down for happy hour or what you could provide value on. And again, what you can provide value on that lights you up. I could provide value on so many things that, you know, don't fulfill me. And that's what I did for a long time. And now it's just not, it's not worth my time. We only have so much time here. All right. So like, let's make sure we're having a good time while we're here. So then within each of those kind of buckets, I thought about the types of content that I created, that I enjoyed creating. Okay. So I knew that I love creating video. I love creating video, but I also love curated photos. And for a long time, I was not creating images. I was not, if you guys didn't know, I used to be a model, pretty part-time, but like pretty, I don't know. I used to model a lot just as like a side gig. And so I love being in front of the camera. I love showing off the outfits that I put together. If I go out in an outfit that I put together and nobody documents it, I'm like, what was the point? What was the point of leaving the house? So I got away from creating those photos and I wanted to get back into that. So I knew I wanted to create video and photo. Even if, you know, Instagram wasn't pushing the photos at the time, I was going to create them. And then within that, I love doing hauls. I love vlogging. I love tutorials that are like cute and aesthetic. I love chatty videos. I mean, I could talk for hours. You guys listen to my podcast. Like, I love to sit down and just have a chit chat, you know? Um, And then I love aesthetic videos. I just love the vibe of a good aesthetically put together piece of content and then curated photos. So I started to figure out, okay, now how can I implement these types of content into my buckets? And I wrote this all down and I got super organized. And then I just kind of decided, okay, I'm going to share as often as I want from each category every week. So my goal was one piece of content per category per week. But it's definitely adjusted since then. I definitely fixate towards certain buckets more than others, but that was my initial goal. And like for a month or two, I physically would like check off the boxes. Every week I would kind of have like my game plan and I would create and then I would post and I'm a very on-the-fly poster. So I would kind of create and post, you know, the same day or whatever. But that's how I kind of got back into my brand identity and figuring out who Aspen King is again because we lost her for a hot second. We lost her, but this is how we got her back and it really brought my spark back. It really, really, I mean, I've created so much since July that I never would have created and the reason is because I just sat down and I was like, why the heck are you here? You know, if you're not enjoying creating and if you're losing yourself creating, what is the point? So it really brought that spark back and I started to really enjoy showing up on socials again. I got back into TikTok and I love TikTok so much and I was hating it for so long because I felt very boxed in. I felt like there was only certain things I could share and once I just busted out of that box, I was like, wait a minute. Like, 
TikTok, hello, nice to meet you again. And my following started to grow again for a long time. My social following was just pretty stagnant, and I think a lot of people can relate to that, but it really was finding you know, the new trends and like, where are we going? And I don't mean trending, like trending audios and stuff. I mean, like the vibe, how you're showing up, like what are people enjoying watching these days and and consuming, right? You want people to consume your content. That's why you're making content. So I leaned into those things and got really clear on what people wanted and what worked for me. And my following started to grow like crazy again, which is, I'm really grateful for that. But people were just finding me again, you know? And I really truly believe it's because I was showing up in a way that people could feel that I stepped back into Aspen and I started to be able to connect with my people, you know, and the people that want to see me and want to hear what I have to say and people who find value in what I'm saying and what I'm sharing. And I pride myself on that, finding my people and and really just kind of finding that clear-cut line of who my people are and who my people aren't, you know? Um, So that's where we're at now. But I think that the real key here is figuring out if you are overly identifying with what you're doing versus who you are. And circling back, taking a pause And getting back to identifying with who you are instead of what you're doing. Because here's the thing, when you overly identify with what you're doing, that changes, right? We have success in business and we have failures in business and we have up years and down years and up months and down months. And if you're in a down and you're so identified with what you're doing, it's going to be really tough to get out of hear me from experience. It's going to be really tough, okay? But if you're identified with who you are and you're showing up as who you are and what you do is just a part of you, it's a piece of you, it's what you do, not who you are. If you're identifying with you, you're not going to lose that, you know? You're not going to lose that. So I challenge you to lean into this. I hope that this brings you value. And I'm going to see you guys next week. I'll talk to you later. Never met a match I couldn't handle. No one else could ever hold a candle. Get ready for a battle, cause you know. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.